I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but the store is trying. Yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's trying really yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, no, the, yeah. The store is aggressive. The store is a me too. <laughs> the store is aggressive. <laughs> like, I mean, the store is. It's like, I'm uh, like you like to drink? Uh. I'm like, no, actually, yeah. I don't like to drink. I'm not gonna drink tonight. Let's do a shot to this. Right. Uh, well, I, I do love that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's do a shot to this. They're like, I love that too. Oh, yeah, it's Chow's cousin's birthday in China. We got to celebrate. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 I guess. The comedy store is it is an adult Disneyland. You can literally do anything there and probably get away with it. Yeah. You can I kill niggas there. Open the door. You're funny. You can be a doorman. Poor guy at the comedy store. You know, it's an interesting place to work. Door, booth, a phones. Back door guy. Door guy. The Door Guys Podcast with Abby Roberge, Fung Chow, and Hormoz Rashidi. <laughs> and we're live. What's up, everybody? We're here with the host of Roast Battle, Brian <laughs> Moses. Hey, good to be <laughs> here on the Door Guy Podcast. Yes, sir. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's called the Door Guy Podcast? The Door Guys. The, gorg- the Door Guys podcast. The Door Guys. More oh, than yeah. one. Because there's three of us. The Door Guys podcast. This episode, yeah. four of but us. But it's not like, it has like, yeah. it's like it has nothing to do with the comedy store, really. It's just like three guys who happen to work at the same place. Who tell stories about podcast. Cool. Cool. Never been done. <laughs> well, it's, it's always failed, you know? True. It's never, it's never taken off. Yeah, remember the sure. web series you guys were going to do? We did it. <laughs> apartment 9. Based on no, this apartment no, no. we're sitting in. It was the door guys. It was like a web series about being a door guy at the comedy oh, store. Me and oh, Dur- me and Duran wrote, wrote yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's yeah. good. Is it? It is good. Sure. But I mean, also, Duran's such a good writer. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not going to make that shit not be good. All right. I've never read it. I've also never read, so. All right. Word. But I'm well read. Right. Bars. Hell yeah. Let's go. Not with that beat. Oh, all right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to rap over that beat. <laughs> My bad. We got the chowman of the board right Yay. here. Yay. Just being, being Chinese. Chinese. Being Chinese. Yeah, okay, so before the recording, he was using that as an excuse. It's uh, for everything, right? Literally for everything. They say, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm Chinese. How are you? <laughs> I'm starting a tradition. No, it's like you're using Americans' unintelligence against them. Chinese fox are just as intelligent as Amalikanos, okay? Amalikanos? All right. I I I think that's Chinese for Americans. I use just being Chinese as my excuse for everything, too. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) You do look Chinese. (laughs) Abby, why are you so slow? I'm like, bro, I'm Chinese, bro. Abby, Chinese, Abby, no, listen, appropriate Abby, Chinese Abby, culture. Abby, why do you hit two old ladies with your car? <laughs> I'm Chinese. Because I'm a Chinese girl. <laughs> you can only say get away with it if you say I'm a Chinese girl, lesbian, fag. <laughs> Put Chinese there, you get away with it. Those Abby, two old ladies. Abby, why does America owe you so much money? Why does what? Why does America owe you so, I'm owe Chinese. so much money? Because I'm Chinese. America? Oh, yeah, because I'm Chinese. Yeah. Abby, how come you didn't make me come? Because I'm oh. Chinese. Hey, that's oh. fucking rude. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a Korean thing, dude. That's yeah. what that is. That's true. How dare you talk about our, our leaders? Man, Moses was actually the guy who gave me my 151 shot when I got hired as a door guy. Oh, that was a, that was a big that. one, dude. <laughs> do they still do that? Yeah, I think they do, people but they don't do it as hard. They I mean, don't do it as hard. We started that because you guys started working there. We just wanted to fuck you people. No, everybody <laughs> told me. They, I just want to fuck you people. Up. Yeah, you never did it. Guy, we started it. 
So did you uh, do it, or did it start after you were already working? No, t- it's because Toby hates all you guys, and he was just like, I'm going to get these guys fucked up, and hopefully they get fired for drinking <laughs> <my job."> uh, <laughs> I had like, no idea. Like, I thought why Toby they, liked yeah, us this whole no, time. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, nobody wants to drink that shot. Toby, <laughs> Toby's on the other side. It's the so mean. It sounds like and a real thing. And you guys were so down for it. It was like a hazing that, like, oh, shit, they're really going to do it. All right. I mean, it sounded like, I had <laughs> to do my, I don't know if you remember, but I was training with Doc on lot. When oh I did my, my 151 shot. Days. Oh, I can't believe those are, those are not there anymore. That yeah. was an era. <laughs> the Doc era. Doc Willis. Yeah, whole, Dude, I did two of those. Decade. I did two of those. No, no. You were, yeah. By the way, you, you're you a legend. <laughs> right, I'm just Chinese. Uh, uh, yeah. Once I, again, I just did, like Abby. Bung Chao <laughs> was a fucking legend. I did yeah. Thank of those you. and then kept drinking after. Uh, we gave Frank one. He literally vomited <laughs> I did not vomit, but I was so yeah, fucked. You were I feel like if you vomit, you got to do it again, though. You got to hold no. it down. That's like, yeah, like every like ancient, like every like tribe, like if you like, you know, if you show weakness or you fuck up or you fall, you got you, you didn't pass the test. But Frank is from Mexico. He doesn't follow that tradition. He's not from Mexico. He's not He's from Mexico. From Temecula or San Jose. Temecula. <laughs> Frank is not from Temecula or San Jose. Speaking the language. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't know. I oh, think so you gotta hold it down. Prank? Oh well, we gotta keep. It. Well, now it's a real tradition. <laughs> yeah. Now, exactly. Yeah. It's now become it's one. Become now it's like real. wow. It's almost like Rose Battle. You're like, I can't believe this is like I, a community. I, I don't think Stephen Randolph did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't make like an yeah, actual alcohol. That's why he's it. not a real door guy. <laughs> if you're an alcoholic, you can't be one of us. But also working at the comedy store makes you an alcoholic. It's true. That's true. Yeah. That's for sure true. My my the amount I drank went up a lot. Actually, you know what? When I first started working at the store, the amount I drank went down because I was so poor. I couldn't afford to drink. Like I, mean, I it's could only free for it. Oh, oh nobody they, liked you at the store. That's true. Uh, no, no, no bartender no, no. liked you. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's not I'm, a it's not a poor I'm talking about like when I wasn't there and stuff. Like when I was there, I, f- I you know, I made it work. I, I right. got drinks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, everybody loves Abby. Yeah, I because he's <laughs> not because he's Chinese, cry, because he's yeah. poor. Abby's, right. Abby's I'm feeling so good about this podcast. Let's shit on Abby. This episode, unlike the other ones, we're gonna shit on Abby a little bit. Uh, like yeah, you do it every time. Fucking quit. Don't talk about shredded like that. But for <laughs> real, I don't think I'm an alcoholic. But the store is trying. Yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's trying really yeah, hard. Yeah, no, th- yeah. The store is aggressive. The store is a me too. <laughs> the store is aggressive. <laughs> I mean, the store is. It's like, oh, like, you like to drink? <laughs> I'm like, no, actually, yeah. I don't like to drink. I'm not gonna drink tonight. Let's do a shot to this. Right. Uh, well, I, I do love that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, let's do a shot to this. They're yeah. like, I love that too. Oh, yeah, it's Sun Chow's cousin's birthday in China. We gotta celebrate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I guess. The comedy store is it is an adult Disneyland. You can literally do anything there and probably get away with it. Yeah. You can I kill niggas there. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. I don't what think he happened? got away with it though. I you didn't get away I with it? I caught. think they got that guy. Oh, did he? Yeah. How long was that? Like how many like how many months? I think it was they a They probably months. caught him uh yeah, maybe four to six months after. Nice. Was, That's he, not they, bad. You live in like a twenty fifth hour for like four to six yeah, months. Yeah, they actually caught him in New York, actually. They it caught him pa- in New York. Why would you stay in the country? I don't you know. You killed a person. It was part of a gang. You think uh, he has a passport, dude? I just think that's as, the, as part of the game risk. You're like, all right, I've killed people here. I need to like leave. It's like it's he, like did, he went right. to New York. He thought he's not oh, a different. Like, uh, state lines are different. It was like him and 21 other guys that got arrested and all sent to jail. That's, it was like a that's big racial gang sweep. Yeah. <laughs> they they just went to this area and they're like they just arrested every black oh guy there. Oh my god. Same guy who shot Gaddafi. 
By the way, the fact that like that guy like was a hitman from New York, I mean, I'd be afraid. If black people become like legit hitmen, fuck. Yeah, dude, these gangs are like I think it's social media. I think like the Bloods and Crips here connected with their brothers <laughs> through Facebook. DMs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not like if you lived in a bad neighborhood and you had beef, if you just left the neighborhood, you you'd be fine cuz no one le- just like leaves the neighborhood, you know? Yeah, but like it's like how, where are you going to go? Like he went to another neighborhood in New York or he came to LA or he went to Chicago. Right. There's only like certain places that have like you know, I mean that's such an ego community. thing to like to kill somebody. I mean, literally go across the country, kill somebody, then go back to your neighborhood, right? <laughs> but then like still do the same gangster shit that you're like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get caught for. Like they're not gonna catch me for that though. Yeah, and they caught him for that. That's you know what? That's great police work. Good job, guys. It's also not bright on that guy's part. Well, you should have left the country for. I mean, just leave the country or do it Soprano style. Like I bet they found phone records and shit of him being in LA during that time and then going back right, to New York. Right, you gotta right. use you gotta use payphones. You yeah. gotta call Christopher Moltisanti. Yeah, you gotta like live <laughs> like you're like in like the 1980s. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you can't live like you're like today because they're gonna know everything you're doing. You literally have a device where they like you. They know where we are right now. Right. Yeah, they do. Take yeah. a they're hound, listening take right cash. now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> We're also broadcasting it. Right. Thing. Right. But even if we weren't, I feel like Feng Chao being Chinese, Hormuz Rashidi being from Iran, Brian Moses <laughs> being rich and black, rich. Abby Robert <laughs> being transgender. You got four people <laughs> who are being listened to right now by the government. I love how like making upper five figures makes me rich and black. <laughs> so no, but if you include the, so the cent digits uh-huh. in your figures, seven figures, bro. Wow, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. You got to start with the... Zero zero dot, <laughs> and then you add five to that. You're not supposed to do that, people. Who's ever listening to this? The three people. Okay. Are there three people? <laughs> so That'd we have no episodes have been dropped yet. Oh, yeah. it's like a series. I like yeah. it. Smart, gonna, smart we're marketing. Gonna, we're gonna blast a yeah. bunch of episodes out. You know, there might be more listeners than people on the podcast. That'd be cool. <laughs> so That'd be sick. I mean, the goal is just to have more. Yeah, more people listening apps. than talking. I just know that I love door guy stories about about fucking how you got in and stuff and what drugs you've done and how you got jumped in yeah i mean i, <laughs> you think, I, I feel like in. i feel like these guys don't fuck at the store we've had this conversation i know you fuck at the store i've never fucked at the store you've never fucked at the yeah, store I, either it's <laughs> a sacred location bro uh, hormos is obsessed with this idea of no no i think people store. like I think stories that's urban legend no though. i don't think I, many I people sh- actually do i mean i know for sure that i fucked and I know oh, for cool. sure some other people who have fucked. One certain girl I know has fucked like seven or eight. That's cool. Yeah, there's there's the tradition of yeah yeah those girls who are but, fucking uh, people there. I, I mean, listen, I when I, I first think started there, fun stories, people dude. were fucking there all the time. I, I don't mean, think that should be the biggest part of the podcast. It's not the biggest part of the podcast. but it's, it's a part of episode. it for sure. Yeah, but it's uh, and, it's and like when people tell the truth, I know like, Moses. That's is like fucked. the biggest <laughs> segment, and it's just I don't know. I just it's not the biggest segment. No, it's also it's also it's not the big. It hasn't been a segment in every episode. I'll say this: just a thing that I I'll say, guys. I'll say the majority of men who usually get mad at the women who do comedy, it's always because, like, oh, they're just talking about sex. It's like, we don't have to talk about sex. That's not the most appealing part of that place. It is a very adult place because there's so much drugs and debauchery. But what makes that place cool is the people that go there. I mean, like, you're talking about schizophrenic surfer, the uh, the Dean 15 with all those, like, you know, mentally ill people that Dean would bring hand around there. I hate those people. Right. You know? <laughs> Boone Shakalaka. It's like... Boone's great. Yeah, there's like, what's your, what's your favorite Boone story? What's your favorite ghost story? Like, were you guys a part of the... Uh, 
a part of the era where we had to like do ghost tours. I remember. I, I came yeah. in right at the end of that. Yeah. There are those yeah. ladies Jeff who Scott came and do the ghost tours. There's a couple ladies who came to do their own ghost hunting thing that one night. Didn't, really? Didn't uh, Danny, the sound guy, get a raise because one of the ghosts, like, like one of the ghost hunters came in. I heard this story. This is secondhand. I've heard it. But one of the ghost people came in and she talked to Mitzi. She's like, yeah, one of the ghosts was talking to me and said, the sound guy, Danny, is so good at his job and he really cares about this place. You should give him a raise. And then Mitzi gave him a raise. Sick. And he's still there. Yeah. Danny and he cares about his job. Damn. Fuck you have any that ghost could stories? be a ghost. That I mean, because be they ghost. say there's what? There's people gotten shot and murdered there. Guys have killed themselves next to the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's Gus, right? Everybody's heard of the ghost Gus with the big hat. Right, Gus with the big hat. That's in like that that Unsolved Mysteries or whatever. Yeah, yeah and then like the Ciro's thing in the 50s. It was like a mob place. Yeah, right. I think Gus is supposed to be that. from Ciro's in the 50s, right? I don't, basement, I don't believe any of it. Yeah. yeah. The basement in Mitzi's office is where they used to have abortions, illegal abortions. Both? Yeah, both those places. The basement uh, and basement and Mitzi's office. They wow. say, or the uh, the abortion spots, wherever the stairs are. <laughs> <laughs> During Mickey Cohen's era, it was the basement when Mitzi needed an abortion. <laughs> it was her office. Yeah, she, she had doctors come in. Argus pushed her right down the stairs. <laughs> 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 uh, Sam Kinison saves him. That's how Sam Kinison gets passed. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, because Argus Hamilton, our our uh, good old uncle Argus, was beating the shit out of Mitzi. And then uh, I guess Sam Kinison stops it, and she's, you can have the last part of the night. Uh. <laughs> last. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. Damn. It's so hard. It, it's it's kind of hard to picture Argus. I, no, I, I can picture it. Just his accent makes me think Oh yeah. his whole He's family's been beating women. Of <laughs> yeah. any evil. That's yeah, yeah, women, blacks. blacks yeah, yeah. 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 Anything they feel they're above, yeah. Oh. Lord Argus Hamilton. Yeah. Man, how rad would it be if, like... Isn't he, like, leaning into the alt-right thing now? Is he? I think so. That's what I've heard. Am I mean, I he's, is this just he's, rumors he's got afraid? a couple right. jokes that, like, you know, that that are, like, he's he's racist in the joke. Okay. You know? <laughs> you know? No, but it's, like, funny. It's, like, obviously a joke. Yeah. But he'll set it up, like, like, you know, so you think he's woke, and then the turn is he's woke in every way but race. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's hilarious. He is hilarious. Guy. I mean, he's a great yeah. joke writer. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, wouldn't it be dope if a big star comic took over the Kinnison spot and, like, made it the way Kinnison used to have it? Yeah. Where people would come back in at one in the morning to watch. I mean, people were doing that with Brody. They were. Right. Yeah. But, but, like, Kinnison would pack the main room. Well, right. right. I mean, he also, I mean, listen, he was also in a time where television was king. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Like, Brody had And a TV metal show. was king. Right. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, sure yeah. Rogan was wanted oh, and cocaine. Rogan was could do it right now. Yeah. Joey Diaz could do it right now. Yeah. You know, but they maybe don't understand they're fucking like because they're working. Right. You know but I wouldn't. Because yeah. like Sam was doing cocaine. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, he, like, really cherished that spot. People were just like, yeah, I'm going to go see Sam. He's doing it late. And they're yeah. just doing blow the whole fucking time. Wow. Joey Diaz could do it without blow. I think he's. True. I think if he if or he with. wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be successful enough to go to bed early. Right, <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, I don't know. If I, I mean, I'm not yeah. successful, but it's it's just hard to go to bed. Period. You, you be. feel like you can become <laughs> more successful. You're like, all right, how else can I do it? How else can I do it? What else am I gonna do? Yeah, right. I remember hearing that like Will Smith goes to like 
all the big parties, but he's like one of the first ones there, and he's one of the first ones to leave. Nice. Because I heard he just fucking goes to bed early and wakes up to fucking take on the next day. Really? Oh yeah, he's makes sense. It's Will day. Smith, like yeah, the most successful on the man. Next day, Jeez. you know, what's, you know what's funny is like guys like Will Smith and like Mark Wahlberg and all these people. And Brian, everybody prays and like The Rock. Everyone praises them because they're like, <laughs> dude, they're up at <laughs> five a.m. They're the only people on earth that are yeah. up at like five a.m. Pretty much everybody who works in production wakes up at 5 a.m. That's every true. Day. That's true. Yeah, I don't like that. 5 a.m. is just it's whatever. Ridiculous. It's still it's still dark. I don't know. That's when a lot of murders happen. So, especially though, if you're the Rock's level, you probably have to wake up when the majority of normal people, scrubs, are asleep. You know, he's not normal though. Right. No, but he wants to be yeah. around a time when there's not. A bunch of fans bothering him and shit. If he wants to go run on the beach, sure. even in like Malibu, yeah. you probably got to go before the sun. No, comes because up. like during the day he's actually working, so he's like, "This is yeah. my only me time." So it's gonna be exactly. between five and seven. <laughs> yeah, still, like you know, and he's obsessed with his body. So yeah, it's it's that's the time he can be mentally ill. Yeah, by himself. <laughs> yeah, just be mentally ill all by <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's a, every maybe like once a year I wake up really early, like like seven. It's nice out. It's nice out. The sun hits you from a different angle, and it's kind of like bright and it's yeah. kind of cool, and the air isn't too hot. And I'm like, this is a this is a very nice time to be awake. Oh, that's okay. why going camping in Joshua Tree or whatever is nice because that when the sun comes out in the morning, you're up. Like right. the sun starts beating on you at like eight nine in the morning. You're like, all right, this is the morning now. Yeah. And sometimes you just wake up a little bit earlier than that. Do you guys sleep well? I do. Is that a thing you guys do? You have, I, you I have a girlfriend. I can see like you're you're yeah. good. I don't sleep well. I don't. I go to sleep late, yeah. but when I fall asleep, I'm out like really? a rock, okay. like solid. Like I nothing can wake me up. Okay. Abby, I used to I used to sleep on the floor here <laughs> next to Abby's bed, and Abby used to sleep so bad. He would have to fucking how many beers, so many beers to fall just to fall asleep. And I would be like, I would be like, you okay? <laughs> and, and and then he'd throw up and then go to bed. Oh wow! I think that's a little little bit of an exaggeration. Maybe I mean it's a long true. time ago. Yeah, but I, but I remember. No, just that's, also, that's also one of the scenes in Requiem for a Dream. I don't yeah. think that's and actually. Then, and then Abby. Abby and Feng Chao would go ass to ass with a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous! I didn't and then, know. And then I didn't know Feng Chao back Feng then. Feng would be dead asleep during this, <laughs> but but Abby. <laughs> You can sleep through anything. <laughs> yeah. Did we just get rope into a, like a gay joke that it no. No, you got dildo into dildo? a gay joke. Rope <laughs> is. You know what? <laughs> you got dildo into yeah, a gay yeah, joke. Yeah. You can get smolletted into one. Still Chinese. <laughs> Still Chinese after all <laughs> these years. Still. Hitting them cholos and them chinos, girl. So Moses, who got you in Hollywood? You used to be in La Jolla, right? You used to work at yeah, La Jolla. Yeah, so I started how at did, the La Jolla did Comedy you, Store. As one who of those got to you guys. in La Jolla? Steven Garza? No. It's <laughs> 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 a fucking <laughs> so weird inside joke. <laughs> Steven Garza. I got, I got fucking Garza in. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me text Garza real First quick. First of all, don't fucking thank Moses young man. for the rest of your life. All right, freshman, shut up. Uh, no. Uh... <laughs> I started in 2010 at the uh, the Hollywood one. It was because the dean and Alf Lamont, they come down to San Diego, and they saw us do sets, and they said, hey, come up. We could use more guys like you, a.k.a. black guys who do comedy. 
Uh, we like working there. I think Ebo Brewer has just, had just started working there. Uh, uh, Ebo. Pearl. And who was the other kid? Uh, Randy Bamsh. Mm. They had just Bamsh. Started. And then Jimmy Pitt got fired for fighting Don Barris. And then they had an opening. And then I oh, came Oh, let's up. tell that story. That sounds like a good story. Hormone fought Don Barris. No, I did not fight Don Barris. You fought Don Barris? No, I did not. Yeah, they don't have ever do that. They had a heated exchange. <laughs> did yeah, you guys? We're cool. Everything's fine. Yeah, Jesus, dude. Yeah. yeah, Don's one guy I don't mess with. Um, yeah, one guy Dean I, I didn't don't mess try with to. Either. Nobody ever messed with him. And uh, yeah, I think Jimmy Pitt had got into a fight with Don, to where like I guess like he like threw a bong at his head or something weird. And what? Then, and who then threw a bong at whose head? Jimmy threw one at, at Don, <laughs> like hit him with one or something like that. What? And then Dean was, was like, at "Wait, the store? Yeah, yeah, yeah." So it's almost like Jimmy got fired for at the smoking store. weed there, and that's almost for fighting Don. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you would have thrown like a bottle, it he's like, "What? You smoking weed here? You gotta go." <laughs> so, yeah, you so so you start working in the store, and you're part of like the kind of like the older class that was kind of like that would talk down, and be like, "Hey, freshman," but you've always been like cool and like don't care, you know? Like you've all, like even if you yeah, you're it's just don't sit in the back nice seat. So like my yeah, my only thing was don't sit in the back seat. That job is so easy and right. so chill. You can you can snatch so many spots right. just from working there. So. Yeah. It kind of it, it helps in your development. You know what I mean. You also get to, like I was really taught, it is a uh, like a school. So it is like a university in that sense of like the Freddie Lockhart's, the Steve Ranazizis, the uh, yeah, got the Mark Marins. Like there's so many guys you can just talk to about working there and their experience, and they have so much respect for it. So it, I mean, involuntarily you have respect for it. You know, right? And just the right. gravity of that place. But even when I started, it was just, there were so many bringer shows. Oh like yeah. If you're a comic, especially a person who works at a comedy club, you hate the bringer show and the right. bringer show promoter. But some of the promoters we had, even though it was a scuzzy thing, they were cool enough to like throw you spots because they kind of understood the yeah. struggle and how much it sucked to work there. Right. Because the clientele that was going in there were just assholes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, they also knew, like, we're going to fucking work harder on their shitty bringer shows. Yeah. And the guys that, like, you know, before Tommy, you know, uh, loses a job and then Adam starts and starts hiring the door guys, it was like he was bringing in cooler guys. You know what I mean? So it it wasn't hard to like be cool to the guys that were coming in because we kind of knew them already. Yeah, you know I mean? right. Yeah, yeah. And you know we just kind of loved you guys and respected you guys. So it did, it wasn't like ah who are these fucking guys? And we liked the place. I think the guys in like the dark ages. I mean yeah they liked the place, but it was like kind of a place they just they were gonna die. That's that anger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like right. No, like when we asked this earlier in another episode, but we were like, who is the best door guy? Mm-hmm. And I think we agreed Feng Chao. <laughs> right? Also because, Chinese. Because yeah. right when Feng Chao got hired, he just got it. He was like, he <laughs> knew what a fucking privilege it was to be yeah. a door guy. He knew, like, what, w- like, to, like, you yeah. know, show deference to the people who are older and also to respect the place and make sure other people respect the place. Yeah. And I love hearing that, by the way, by, like, by, you know, other classes of the door guy, you know, because in that sense, it is SNL, you know, like, it is an institution. Yeah. Right. Remember, like, Freddie Lockhart, he would always say, like, we're, we're Navy SEALs of comedy because that place is. Crazy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're it's literally crazy. in the craziest you gotta situation. You got to like know how to operate because like yeah. there is there is no one at the door, so literally anybody can walk through it. So it sorts itself out on its own, definitely. And so you got to know how to navigate that. Like like for for example, like one time I walk into the back area where people are smoking, 
uh, where everybody hangs out. It's like our break room, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was like Sacred ground. and Rogan and Marin smoking a cigar. I walked in, looked in. I'm like, OK, bye. Just turn turn back you know around. Better. Yeah. You know, because I know where my place is. Right. Yeah. Also, know? what am I going to say to these guys? They're going to feel like, oh, who's this fucking kid? It's going to ruin right. their time. But there's <laughs> yeah, a, lot, exactly. of, there's a yeah. lot of comics who wouldn't do yeah. that. Exactly. They would, yeah. They would that just, shit sorts itself out. Right. Absolutely. So, like, I got Burr, Rogan, and Mark Marin smoking together let Here's me go talk chance. to them let <laughs> right. me go say hello oh, yeah. like to what get kicked out you know yeah. what i mean yeah like to ruin out. their night yeah i yeah it's that place has a gravity to it so yeah it's uh it's great to hear guys who say like you know feng chow gets you know the the respect and the and, and the and the levels or whatever the fuck it is it's just that guys are being taught right that's what it sounds like guys really do respect the if you respect the place then everything else is going to fall in line right also if you respect the place you can also, it gives you room to have freedom to fuck around and have fun and yeah, and grow, enjoy yeah. the place, yeah. and grow and get on stage. Because yeah. that's what it's about. It's just it's growing as a person and an artist. You know, it's an artist colony, and that's what you're kind of there for. So it really is an artist colony. Dude, I feel yeah. like I grew up at the store. Like when I started, I was a 21 year old fucking dumbass kid that got drunk every night. And now, yeah, now and you're like, like a 28 year old dumbass person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but Abby's grown so much. Absolutely, dude. I, uh, Abby's Abby's a, a a major story there at the comedy store, and everybody loves Abby. Hell yeah! Yeah, but I remember Abby was just just so quiet and chubby, and now he's like so much more outgoing and just ripped and like a supermodel and an actor and shit. Like I feel like you fucked every one of the door guys. I fucked them. Yeah, I did, I, I fucked Abby. <laughs> so that's because he's a beautiful <laughs> woman. Right, I'm who, not else, gay, who else have you fucked there? Stephen Randolph? I fucked Stephen Randolph. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not yeah. Feng Chao because he's Chinese. No, he's Chinese and right. I don't want to catch SARS. <laughs> <laughs> Is it SARS now? Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's SARS. Okay. Siamese American <laughs> Recreational <laughs> Syndrome. Right? That's what it stands for. Um, but we don't want to talk about fucking on this podcast, Moses. No, nobody, no nobody wants to hear about fucking. Not, uh, no, not fucking no, guys. Not, nobody wants to hear about sex. Not your sex. <laughs> no, that's <a> disgusting. <laughs> Every episode, Herb was like, "Hey, just so you guys know, <laughs> I you know, fucked, fucked before at the store. I have sex. Okay, I'm not a virgin, <laughs> guys. It's like, yeah, I am not a virgin. Stop <laughs> thinking I'm a virgin, guys. Oh, 72. <laughs> oh, dude, when I came to the store, I just, I, I just split with my ex-wife. Right. Living out of my car in my brother's place. And yeah. Actually, no, 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 here. not even living out of my car. Didn't have a car yet. I got a car like a little bit later that I ended up selling again. Bad. Oh, the green uh, Honda Accord. No, before that one, I had I, I bought a. Didn't it like not have a parking brake on it? <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's the one. <coughs> I had a Subaru Legacy wagon that didn't have its parking brake, so I had to turn it. You know, I always had to turn the wheel into the curb, make sure the wheels were turned in case. And that was a dope car because you could fucking sleep in the back of that wagon. That's cool. But uh, but then I sold it to have rent to move in with Abby, Alex, and Eric Oligny. Yeah. And that was a bad move, man. Hey, if you're a comic and you have a car to live in, fucking keep that car because it's pretty dope to have yeah. a car to live in as a comic. I feel like every every comic story is like, yeah, I lost my car in like the first month I was here. Cause that <laughs> happened. I mean, did that happen to me? I moved here. Oh, parking, right? Oh yeah. It was yeah, it was parking tickets or it was just like I just couldn't pay my fucking my note, my car note, you know what I mean? So <laughs> car note. Yeah, so I got oh, repo. No yeah, cuz I mean, I had like two or three jobs in San Diego and then like I had a girlfriend up here at the time and she was just like I just need your help to like, you know, move up here. So then right. I came up and then I just couldn't afford 
anything because the store just fucking yeah. There's no money. Yeah, how much pay did they pay back then? Like twenty five a shift? Is that when you worked? Oh no no no! It was not. That's like a, that's like the fucking seventies or eighties. That's Rick crazy. Ingram said he got twenty five a shift. Really? Yeah. No, we were making minimum wage back when it was like I don't know seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah. Uh, seven twenty five. Yeah. Think. When I started, when I started, it was eight. Yeah. It's gone from eight to twelve just in the time I've been there. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. No wage twelve bucks an hour is pretty sweet. Yeah, and yeah, and it was um, it was always just like a fluctuation of like the tip system there too. It was crazy. So right. It was hard to make money there, especially like being the new guy. You weren't making, you were barely getting any shit. Yeah, my oh, first yeah. year, yeah. I was like, yeah, was like you were on barely barely survived. Yeah, at least you like signed up for it though. I was just like living, you know, I was just, like living off this, you know, my girlfriend and then she, you know, anyway, but yeah, yeah my car got repoed. I, me and Abby actually went and signed up for food stamps together. I remember we were there all day. P- oh, yeah. Pico and Sepulveda, I uh, think it was. If you're a struggling comic and you want to get on food stamps, <laughs> here's the trick. Go oh, to, this is true. Go to Pasadena. The go office. To, that's what like I did, oh, too. Nice. You're in and out in like 45 they're minutes. They're so fast. Really? Because yeah. yeah. so there's tiny, no poor fucks in yeah. Pasadena. <laughs> tiny little that's office. True, that's not true. They have, yeah, they have Section no. 8 out there. But it's less. In Pasadena? Yeah. What about South Pasadena? It's less than Culver City though, because South Pass is even nicer. By the way, I think yeah, it's, like, it's nice. So much nicer. It's Altadena. I think it like, has like the projects. Right, Pasadena, right like by nice. the ice they're house. They're like nicer than this place. So what you do, you go to Pasadena around two o'clock. You're in the office there. Sign up. Then when you're done, go to the ice house. Do the mic. Head home. So That's smart. Like double. That's smart. No, Have but for real, done. he told me this Pasadena trick. In and out within an hour. I signed up for an appointment though ahead of time at the Pasadena office, which mm-hmm. made it in and out an hour. And where do you guys use your food stamps? Like food for less? Dude, I, used I don't have it anymore. Martin Final food. Oh, I, I re-signed up. Okay. Because uh, like you're still on them. I'm on them right now. Yeah. We're like PJ Stansberry. He's like an ex-door guy who's like moved on now. Yeah, he's uh, like Vegas back now, in right? Jersey. Yeah. Selling coke. I assume. I assume. Uh, yeah, but he was like, he was, he was like, had a bit about like being on food stamps and being like a white American. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm poor. I fucking my food stamps. Whatever. <laughs> It, it works. I uh, think uh, there's more white people on food stamps. There's just more white people. There's just more white people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Percentage-wise, I don't know. What up? That scared the shit out of me. Yeah. God, me <laughs> I hate your door. <laughs> Anybody can come in here and kill you. Well, there's Apartment the, the, nine. Outside, the outside open door. for murder. It That's is a open dead for bolt. No dead ball. You have a dead ball. There's a dead ball on the outside. All right. What up, Chuddy? What up, Bay? Good to see you. Long time. We've got Abby's live-in boyfriend, Adam Chudwin, who just came dude, in. Dude, I'm sick of these. Oh, oh he's not your friend? Riffs, Are you guys dude. not friends? I'm, like I'm sick of these riffs. He's your boy, right? He's your friend. And he, you guys live together. <laughs> fuck. Like, what else do you call it then, dude? <laughs> You're fucking rude. <laughs> oh, my God. You really have, like, leaned into that uh, matter-of-fact friend on the sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's your Hor- living boyfriend. Oh, comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing with Hormos is if, if he compliments you, get ready. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> He's super backhand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, mastered the fucking... <laughs> set up to shit. Well, he lives here. He's a boy and your friend. <laughs> What's the problem? And you're both gay. Bung <laughs> chow. When I started working at the comedy store, I Moses. lived here. There's a lot of comics that have lived here. So it was originally it was me, Chadwin, and Alex Phillips, and then Hormos uh, would sleep on the floor. Homeless yoga machine, my, bro. My Homeless the, machine. My rent at the time was three. How does that not become my nickname? Homeless machine. It Rashidi. was. Oh, just not to my face? <laughs> just behind my I, that, that was you on my phone for years. Like, homeless homeless. Rashidi? Yeah. That's so funny. 
I heard Hormel, Hormel Chili. Right, uh, oh yeah, that was warm, but yeah, that was homeless. Homeless Rashidi. Yeah. And uh, my my rent at the time was three hundred and fifty dollars, and I and I couldn't afford it. Yeah, no, you <laughs> so work right. in the store. I'm like that. I'm like I don't have it's, like, when yeah. I get my paycheck, it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> like you get through yeah. two hundred and fifty dollars every two weeks. <laughs> you know, uh, like, but then you got you, you worked at that like AV that. spot. Like, when, when did you work at that AV spot? That, that was, was before the yeah. store. Plus you the were like yeah, fucking chicks, doing coke and drinking. Right. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I can't pay my rent. I'd like, get a, I'd, like, I'd like get a haircut, pay my $45 cell phone bill, and I'm like, there's half my, half of my paycheck Yeah, every two weeks. Oh, God. And then, like, sometimes we'd work, days. like, a Vargas Jesus. show and sell, like, a $20 booth and be like, oh, no, you, I'm oh. getting pizza tonight. <laughs> like, such a hustler, bro. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. and, then, and then when Vargas is on stage, people are like, yo, Vargas is on stage. And everyone would rush the green room and take the pizza and the snacks <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, I remember there was one time I was like, that's <laughs> when you eat vegetables. <laughs> I didn't like, have broccoli. any of my rent. I was just like, and it was, I was sleeping on the couch and it was like, I don't know, 300 or 500 bucks. And I didn't have any of it. It was like due, like, in a day. Yeah. And then a guy came up and he was so drunk with his buddy and then I just like let him in and I was like alright you guys are cool it's like after whatever the fuck it was he comes in and this guy was so drunk and he was just being an asshole I was like you gotta go he's like hey man just let us stay I was like a thousand bucks <laughs> <laughs> and he was like alright fine and he just gave me the money and I was just like <laughs> I fucking love this place yeah, yeah. And then like, That's amazing. and then like, you know, he just kept being an asshole. So I, I never like really kick him out. <laughs> and the guy was like, hey, "Give me the money back." I was like, "No, man." I was like, "I gave you guys two <laughs> comics, man." And then he like left. I was like, "I'm gonna call the cops." And like he left. And like I, ext- I extorted that guy. That's so dope. <laughs> but like I paid my rent. It was dope. Oh, God yeah. damn it, it was amazing. dope. The store's amazing like that. Yeah, one, right? yeah. when you Crazy. need it, it's like it you really through. need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the universe feels it. Dude, yeah. I remember one time my 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 car got towed and I had like a crazy. Like I had to pay a crazy amount of money to get it out. And then I had like just two crazy shifts back to back. I'm like, hey, there we go. Problem solved. Yeah. People always say that. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. That really happened? Just. Yeah. I'll tell you how much money off air. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When when I first started working, it's like right when like it started to get busy. What? Dude, there was one time it was. It was like my first six months working there. Rent was due. I had no money, but there was a Russell Peters show that night. And it yeah. was like, you know, like Russell Peters coming in, sold out, like the only sold out show that year <laughs> yeah. at the comedy That was all. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was before and 2014. And me and man. Alex were like, dude, yeah. we're going to go hard. We're going to sell shit. We're going to make rent. And then we get there and one of the door guys, who I'm not going to say his name, but I get there and the manager's like, uh, actually, he's going to seat the room because he has more experience seating the room and you're going to seat the OR. I'm like, are you fucking serious? So we switched, right? He went in there, sold everything, and then I'm seeing the OR right when it's busy enough. We don't want to give away names, but Luke Schwartz. He might be Tom's son. (laughs) So he comes back. So he comes back in in the OR, and then he's like, all right, I'll take over from here, and then took over the OR and sold all that. And I was like, yeah, dude, Fung's got a similar story to being uh, butt fucked by I think the same dude, and that was just you know. The wild, wild west days of the comedy store. I mean, yeah. Now, before 2014, that's crazy. Now yeah. I, I feel like I days. feel like yeah. whoever scheduled, if somebody comes up and says, "Well, I have more experience, so I'm gonna take this shift," you're gonna be like, "Suck my dick." Right. I got scheduled for this shift. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. 
seniority only yeah, applies I mean, to within damn, a team. Damn, guys are doing that to you? Oh, yeah. I never, I never dealt with that. That's why nobody did that to me. You know, nobody would do that to me. That's why I picked up a bartending job on the side for like a few years. Smart. Yeah. No, super smart that you could actually do that because a lot of us couldn't do that. I mean, God, I just think about like the guys who I was there with. It was Adam Ray and Rick Glassman. Adam Ray was a door guy. He worked the phones. Brady Matthews well, worked the phones too, right? Brady yeah. yeah. Uh, Francisco Ramos. Jeez, Matt Edgar, Tony Hinch from Jane the Virgin fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I brought him up yeah. once to that because I thought that would be a funny way to introduce him. Yeah. Like you may have seen him on Jane the Virgin, Francisco Ramos. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, because every Mexican's on that. Or every it's Latino. <laughs> every it's Latino. Venezuelan. He's Venezuelan, I know. But every Spanish speaker <laughs> I've seen is on that. But uh That's so funny. What'd he say? He was like he was like, Oh, uh, you know I wasn't on that, right? I was like I was like, Oh my bad Unless <laughs> he's being racist. Yeah. yeah it's your thing. Well uh, it's kind of my thing. It's kind of your thing. <laughs> but actually I think it's your thing. Yeah. Yeah, Horace yeah. is very racist. racist. You should see racism. him off air. It's like, like I'm, not, I'm not white, but I'm like alternative to white. I'm You're like kind of alt, alt white. <laughs> all white. Yeah. I'm alt white. Alternative white. <laughs> <laughs> if you want somebody who says things that like a white guy says, yeah. but he's not white, right. alt white. I'm kind of in that room with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. No, no, no. I always say this. I know. The, the black guys who fuck with that gay shit, Chris Burns, Brian Moses. <laughs> I don't. Every other black guy I've met. You also know that many black guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Guys. But younger black guys are different. Every other black guy right, who's right, my right. age or older. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like we're 30s. like older millennial black. Yeah. yeah, black guys, but who were down with? Yeah, we're like I are so me. homophobic. You make a fucking gay joke with a guy in his thirties. I know. Black, it's like dude, chill out. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. you're gay, dude. Yeah. You're yeah. Gonna <laughs> do it. yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you worried about? Yeah. I'm not sucking your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if I was, you'd have to like have consent. You know. But that's one dope thing is. That younger black guys are not as homophobic, dude. They're because they're all gay. They're all woke. Yeah, they're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> they're all gay as fuck. They are. <laughs> <laughs> take that, younger generation. <laughs> hey, by the way, I know this isn't about like door guy shit, but like, what do you think about this like Trump thing, like declaring the uh, Iranian uh, military a terrorist group? Oh, the Revolutionary Guard. Yeah. I don't know. Are they a terrorist? Dude, <laughs> I don't is, know. That, is that scary? Is that crazy? Eh, they they uh, they do things that I bet. You could qualify them as a terrorist group. I don't. I, I don't know. It's like just declaring them that might be a bad first step. Yeah, because they're saying war. that we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> declare the U.S. military a terrorist group. And, and I mean, that's all it's gonna probably be is a couple of declarations. We've been fighting with Iran a proxy war where they give money to their terrorist groups and we yeah. give money to our terrorist groups and those terrorist groups attack each other in, oh, okay. in Syria. In well, Iraq. who's yours? Like it's like soccer teams. <laughs> Iran supports the Mujahideen uh, Khalik. Oh, so those group. your boys? That's no, not my boys. That's but, your sleeper cell? But they're like, they used to be known as Saddam's army. Oh, okay. oh no, no, th th that, that's the ones that the U.S. is supporting. He's like and, and one summer teams or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like Rucker it's Park like teams? Yeah. It's like, like American Cal coaches. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saddam's got a team. He's got a sleeper cell. Saddam had a team. Saddam got taken out. The yeah. U.S. was like, hey, they got some good players on that team. Yeah, it's the farm <laughs> team. Stephon Marbury's over there. But I'm not too worried about it because – because Iraq was such a fuck up okay. that America's not going to go invade Iran and have another fucking civil I war mean, clusterfuck yeah, happen. Please don't. Then again, Trump could do anything, man. That guy. He's pretty great. <laughs> that guy's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty dope. Yeah. I don't know. I'm wor I think really the thing that Trump could fuck up is uh, trade war with China. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we get most Chow. of our shit from China. I'm just being Chinese. I'm still Chinese. I'm here. What if I'm we listening. need replacement parts for Fung? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what are we gonna, where yeah. are we going to get them? Yeah, Chow, what's up with sex robots? Well, because real women are being real bitches. we got to fuck <laughs> robots <laughs> to satisfy our cocks. And that's the soundbite I'm talking about. <laughs> that should lead this show. That's the, that's, right? the that's, that's Fung's <laughs> U.S. China. That was platform. yeah. That was such a proverb. <laughs> <laughs> I think he quoted that from Confucius. When my people come over, Abby is gonna be the first one to die. Why, Why Abby? Is that? Because you're a girl fag. <laughs> wow. In my culture, that's yeah. offensive. I'm an honorary <laughs> Chinese guy. <laughs> My culture is so loud I couldn't even hear your girl fag voice. Whoa. <laughs> Just being Chinese, you know? <laughs> Couple woes. Oh, chow. We do have like this bit we do. I feel like we uh, could just replace Holtzman yeah. with a soundboard. If Holtzman was Chinese. <laughs> God, that's true. I think Fung's the Chinese Yakov Smirnoff. Ooh. <laughs> that, I'm not <laughs> that gonna, cool. I think that he's going to blow up for like a mm. few years and be like this Chinese guy in America that everyone's going to like. And then, and then he's going to move to Missouri. And he's going to move back. He's going to move back to they Missouri. Move back in the, have a residency at the I'm going to move back to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Milwaukee. Not Missouri, okay? That's great. You not like Vancouver Island. A bunch of island next to Vancouver. It's just all islands. How long have you lived in America? This year coming up 10 years. Ten, uh, up nice. A decade. All right. Still Chinese, but 10 years. Yeah. Milwaukee for how many years? Five years. Five how many years, years in America did you stop being Chinese? Huh? Why there? Made a baby. Oh, right, right, right. Baby in mom's Milwaukee. from there. Oh, went there to... Uh, so she shipped you over? To love each other. Were you a mail order husband? <laughs> yeah, dude. A picture husband? Yeah. I just met a... Picture a group? 90 day fiance. I just met an American white girl... Popular bar in Beijing, couple screwdrivers, fuck <laughs> her in the dark alley with no condom. You were that's kidding. my resume. That's how you got this girl pregnant? Yeah. Dark that's alley. My, that's my resume. <laughs> You're a monster, child. No, I'm just Chinese. Can we just, <laughs> just call me Chinese. Don't call me monster. <laughs> you are a monster. I'm person. Chinese. What the fuck? I'm not a monster. In an alley in China? Yeah, right behind. Right, like the, the alley is... Right in between the bar and the police station. Just make my dick Damn. harder. Because it's, but the police station was there? The yeah. police station so it made safe. it safe sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's cops yeah. here in case. Screwdrivers, no condom, white girls, puss. How do they make Yo, screwdrivers you're listen in to this, man. Jesus. Vodka and orange juice. Vodka you and orange juice. You okay. fucking ignorant fuck. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like vodka. How do they? How I it's it egg rolls like, and noodles. I thought it was going to be like Whoa. vodka. Whoa. Egg rolls and noodles. No, I thought it was going to be like vodka and like butternut squash soup or something like that. You know? <laughs> right. That's how you make it in Vancouver Island. Vodka and like orange chicken sauce. It's like vitamin C, so I guess. Well, the point is, guys, I'm here living my dream. Being Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you go to a uh, little... Uh, Your laugh seems genuine. Abby's laugh seems like a girl fag laugh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like a girl who's trying to get spots from you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, hey, Abby, hey, I can't John, give can you... Can you get me a potluck tonight? Oh, hey, Abby, I can't give you a spot. I have enough girl faggot on the lineup. <laughs> 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 actually, there's not, oh, oh, there's actually, not enough girls oh, on the yeah, lineup. Yeah. 
you will get on on stage tonight because I don't have enough girl fags on the line. <laughs> My first time ever signing up for the open <laughs> mic, I got the number fifteen spot because I think they wanted a girl. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Unless you were Abby Robert. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. One of the first yeah. times I got Profiling. up. I put down the Hormoz Rashidi for my name instead of Hormoz oh, Rashidi. They, so they had to put it, fill the crazy guy spot? Yeah, and they thought I was the crazy. They were like, all right, let's get this whatever the Hormoz Rashidi is. <laughs> it must be a team of people. Like they, they still they, do they, that for the open mic where it's like you got to have like one crazy. Like Tommy used to be like, go well, you got to have like a woman at number 10, a crazy guy at number four, and then, you Such know. Such a good spot. I mean, none of it's really good because there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah, right. back then there was nobody there. I mean, it was just the comics. You, God, that was, that was fun. I mean, just being a comic and then, you know, it's just your peers. You're putting on a show for your peers. One day, your Sunday, peers. two days for us. Yeah, too. that was sweet. That was a great days. Dude, now uh, sometimes the open micers have a full crowd. I know. They don't yeah. even get it. Nobody gets it. No, pot looks too easy nowadays. Like, really? everybody does good. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. If you everybody get up at does like, good. If you get up at, like, 845, it's just the easiest crowd. Yeah. Like Dude, crazy. People, when people say, like, oh, the OR is so hard. Not Monday at 845 when it's sold out and people are like, yeah, free show. This is great. But I feel like t- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at, like, 855, it's kind of hard. Oh, the right? opening spots. Yeah, that's yeah, how I think you know. It's cold yeah. opening, guys. Yeah. 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 And like no, but you can but tell also, which guys are good. Also, if you're cold are. opening when Fung's seat in the room, it's like there's like a third of the room is sad. <laughs> and so you got to go up to like a third of the room while there's 200 people outside trying to get in. Oh wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. When Fung is seating, is a third. When when Chow, when Feng Chow is seating, maybe not full, but only seats better than Flabby Abby Roberge. Well, I'm the fastest. Who's Flabby Abby Roberts? I don't gr- know who that is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it, Ab, that's, that's Abby before he stopped drinking. I got a picture of Flabby Abby Roberts' yeah. fat face I sent it in to my you. phone. I, I, I sent Fong a photo of me when I was fat. as like, as like To hey, laugh at you forever. To laugh at it. Now he tries to use it to blackmail me. I'm like, you can't blackmail me with something I gave you. Listen, yeah. listen, this is how you deal with the Chinese. <laughs> now we laugh. <laughs> there you go. Wait for a second. I feel like it's saved in his like favorites folder on his on only his one, iPhone. only one, <laughs> only one. That's it. Yeah, man. Potluck is too easy. Everybody does too good and has too much confidence. I was gonna, <laughs> I was know? gonna sell my uh, potluck spot well, to Dennis and O'Neill. <laughs> you were gonna sell it? <laughs> I say, give me thirty dollars. You have my spot, and I'll do your spot like a real comedian. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And then that destroyed me right after I said it. That's good. <laughs> Dude, I love Danish and O'Neill. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah. They're really great together. They're really great together, they're and they're really good apart, too. Yeah. They're like comedies, Bert and Ernie. They really are. <laughs> There's something special to watch together. They should always do their thing. But they don't do it, the duo. No, it's a together. treat, man. It is a treat. That you can, in our theme music, you can hear their voices. Cool. Yeah. In case, in case the listeners want to go back and listen. <laughs> slurp, slurp. I like it. Yeah, I love those guys, man. I do love old door guys like who are like really part of the fraternity. Yeah. You know, like Danish O'Neill, Rick David Ingram, Taylor, David Rick Taylor. Ingram, yeah. You know, you Lockhart, all those guys. Lockhart, I love Freddie. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be a great episode. He's, He's just such a homie. Yeah, and, and it's like you just know you can reach out to certain old door guys, and they'll have the back of the newest door guy. Right. You know. 
It's just a good I remember one time I like yelled at some like new bringer comic and I got like really angry, which is very rare of me. Yeah. And uh, what did he do? He he brushed me off like I was at the door. I go, excuse me, what show are you here for? And he goes <laughs> like this, like yeah. literally waved his hand up. Yeah. And I, I think I might have talked about this before and I like yeah. slammed him into the wall. I yelled at him and uh, slammed him into a wall. No, I just like just like, you know, like a light. Shove and I yelled <laughs> at him, you know that like, coke power like yeah. this, like yeah. a cocaine energy. energy. And, and, and Ren easy was in the back hallway and he comes up to me after. He's like, he's like, that was fucking great, man. That was <laughs> good work, man. He's like, I'm telling you, we're fucking brotherhood, dude. If you ever that you was need to knock somebody Ren out, easy. say the fucking word, Fuck point yeah. at them, and I'll fucking punch him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, old door guys, man, they love it. I right. remember I saved Renazizi on September 11th, 2001. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's when we first became brothers. Yeah, we were both we were both in those towers. When did you drop? Let me tell you. Yeah, when did you drop out of that terror cell? Um, well, I started doing stand up. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy Muhammad Atta hit me up, and he was like, "This is the morning," and I was like. There's an open mic I want to hit up tonight. <laughs> you know, maybe 11 hijackers is enough. Oh my and god! And it turned out it was. It wasn't enough. That sounds like Bear, like the uh, HBO show Barry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's called Harry because <laughs> you're on it. Harry, gross. Harry Moros. <laughs> Hormos should write his own version of the Big Sick, where it's like he's like he's like part of the, like this terrorist family, but he's <laughs> pursuing his dream as an open micer, and he can't do both, and they're disappointed. They would still have Kumail Nanjiani play. <laughs> totally <laughs> would. I get to play the lead. <laughs> Uh, do you guys watch the comedian uh, Twilight Zone episode? No, is it terrible? I didn't love it. Okay. <laughs> like well, I, I thought I would, because Jordan Peele, I love yeah. Twilight Zone. I thought would be dope. I don't know. I I couldn't get into it, because uh, it because the comedy part didn't make sense to me. Camille Nanjiani played this terrible comic who <laughs> learned this trick that would that would get him to get huge laughs, but it had a negative consequence. Huh. But the beginning, I was like, how is this guy on a stage in a major city? <laughs> going up in a prime spot in front of ev- a packed room right. when he's just eating a dick talking about politics. I don't. I don't <laughs> think any comedy show is ever gonna or a movie is ever gonna get like doing stand-up comedy correctly because usually it's just nothing's happening. Yeah, it's, just it's, also, like subjective, it's also subjective as fuck. I right. mean, come on. But Louie, because they just actually captured him at the cellar, you know, right. or at Eastville or No, whatever. okay, they're not going to capture, like, an up-and-coming guy, like, the yeah. journey of doing yeah. comedy. Because you like, don't want to see did that. a good job, right. though. It's way slower yeah, the and Schultz, more boring. Uh, Andrew Schultz's videos of going around doing spots shows what a successful comic in New York right, is. That's right, like, right, It's not right. the journey, yeah. but it's, like, a night in the life of a successful working comic. Yeah, but to right. the outside world. It was like Steve Byrne did that with 13 or bus. What's that? Yeah. You ever seen Steve Byrne's 13 or bus? He tried to set the record for the most. It was amazing. Spot. Yeah. Really? 13 in a night? 13, yeah. 13 Ooh. in a night in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. That was like the record. Where do you watch it? I mean, it was like the thing going around when I started, like in 2007. Oh, if so I, I mean, did 13 yeah, spots in YouTube, one night, huh? I would yeah. be like mid set and be like, Ask did Steve. I say this joke already? Yeah. Like, I. But if it's your 13th spot, it doesn't. I mean, it shows them bombing. It's like it shows everything. <laughs> yeah, like good sets, bad sets. Yeah, all of it. it yeah. shows like doing the same set. It's just like building a set. It's yeah. crazy. 13 sets in a night. That's wow. The, that's only New York. Right. Right. No way you could do that anywhere else. I just, but I feel like like uh, people who don't watch comedy and they see like a guy that's like running around doing spots at all the clubs, they're like, oh, that's like when you start comedy, you run around <laughs> and do spots at all yeah, the clubs. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be on TV multiple times. To no, I mean, I would that. do like five open mics right. in front of like the, almost the same people yeah. <laughs> every night. But yeah. it makes you have to think of something new to say. 
Right. You know, I would always say my what it is. Yeah, it's just like it makes you want to write every day. You're like, yeah. all right, I have to get at least one new joke out. I have to say something different. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's where the jazz element comes in. I think the riffing thing. Yeah. I actually recently started doing a lot of open mics. I just like, I just decided I'm just going to start doing like open you mics. You got to feel it, dude. It is and like, it's, it's like working like, out. You have to like feel yeah, the burn. If so, I'm like, if they don't like it, you just got to feel it. Yeah. And you just got to say just, it. I just feel like if I'm only doing shows, I'm not writing as much because I can, totally. I, you can just, you can, new audiences, so you don't have to. I need pressure to force me to to write. I'm not just gonna like self will myself into like I need a reason to hear that or something. Yeah. So that's a good method to ask a way to do it. Ciao. I always do open mics. Okay. I'm not a weak girl fag. I do open mics because always I love done comedy. Open mics, but I'm talking about like on a very consistent basis. That was just me trying to shit on you, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> that's his comedic effect. You guys can't see this, but Abby has like one tear that he just wiped away. No, Funk Chow just really hit him, hit yeah. him where it hurt. And Funk Chow just tattooed a teardrop on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he makes someone cry, he tattooed. The night Mitzi him. died, I went to do an open mic. I'm that type of comic. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't know what to, how to feel, how to deal with it. And I right. like didn't do open we go? Mic. Didn't we go the night Mitzi died to the bonfire? And yeah. Wh- wh- what open mic did you do? <laughs> I thought we were together the night Betsy died. <laughs> <laughs> I came back to Hollywood. Check. You guys all went home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A late one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because we we left. It the one like on Sunset and Labore at that actors uh, whatever nice. uh, studio. Sunset and Labore. Right. Yeah, the one James Lipton hosts. Good to go, fucking get some time off. <laughs> Cute. All right, guys. Uh, let's talk about roast battle. That's sure. a fucking. Dude, that was the most organically grown phenomenon possible, right? Yeah. Starts as an open mic that you and Stephanie Simbari used to host, right? Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Stephanie Simbari hosted it. And then you, yeah. like, and then it got canceled and then it came back with you and yeah. Stephanie Simbari, right? So I was living on Stephanie Simbari's couch when I was working at the comedy store. This is like 2013, I want to say. Um, in 2012, I think, yeah. And I'm like, Yo, they're gonna get rid of uh, Sundays at the comedy store for uh, the, the potluck. Potluck, yeah. And I was like, because of what? Just, just the biz- business. Because they were, because the comedy store was so bad at business before, like they became a thing again. They just, they were cutting all. They were just trying to figure out ways to just make more money. Make so money, like, okay. All right, well, we don't have to like develop people anymore, or for two days. It's just one day now, so we'll make Sunday a regular night. Yeah. Sunday yeah. was so packed every week. Sunday was dope. Sunday was the <laughs> night you wanted to get up for your potluck. Oh, and Monday you didn't if give Monday a was a holiday, then it was like, oh shit, like yeah. open mic's gonna be packed. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, because Stephanie knew everybody, and and listen for open mics, this is a little secret tip. People always want to go to mics that girls run. Sorry, mm-hmm. nobody. Yeah, it's like the guys are cool, but it's like you're like, all right, but it's like no, like yeah, guys yeah, are going yeah. to talk to like the host yeah. and like you know schmooze with the girl, like they just like it's it's a better energy. I don't know, and I knew right. that with Steph. And so she was like, yeah, I'll host the mic with you. So we hosted a mic together. And then uh, Crazy Cindy kind of uh, bumped us out of it. And then uh, it took Adam a minute, a minute for uh, for him to uh, trust me to have it back. And then when I got it back, uh, Josh Martin and Kenny And before it was an open mic, too, they would do the inside jokes thing. Remember, like, yeah, 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 Dave that was Taylor and Sandro, no, not Sandro, Sandy Danto. Yes. And uh, Teebs. And Teebs. They would just be Jason talking Teebs. shit about what was happening. Yeah, it was the inside joke show. Yeah, it was just about the the, gomic, the the gossip at the comedy store. And then I think everybody. How did uh, how did the Josh Martin Kenny Lyon roast battle do? 
It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I did the second roast battle ever. It was I like think you did. Yeah. It was like ten. Who did you battle? Notice. I think it was like me and Adam Chudwin and then Chase DeRusso like halfway through. We like like <laughs> just like swapped featuring. Out. Yeah. It was like it was swapped like, out. It was like off the top of the head. Yeah. And it was awful. It, it was yeah. all like, day of. No, yeah. it was like ten was minutes before. Day. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like me, Cena, and Chelsea Grow were I remember one. That too. That one. Yeah. It was bad for a few months, I but. People kept thinking they could like do better and better. It was just like everybody's ego kind of took over. Like I can do better than those guys. I can do better than those right. guys. I think we can do better than those guys. And it became such a community effort. It was just it became the yeah, show. It I became like it consumed the mic. Some of the first like really good ones was like I remember like Alex and Trey and Trey actually like spent like a day writing yeah. jokes and stuff. And people were like, oh like, shit, you this can be is good, good. Right, yeah. right? And then there was like Kim versus Sarah Mosajabi. That was, was the good. one. That's that, kind of the one that kind of like turned what it no, could no. be. I think it was Trey was the first guy to start writing jokes and destroying people by being prepared. Yeah. And then me and Pete C were like, let's. But we were gonna battle, and yeah. we both were like, let's both write really good jokes and really try. You told me that too. You were like, and we're gonna really write good jokes. I think I want to do this yeah. thing you're doing. And I was like, all right, cool, please. And then me and Pete C did that, and that was great. Yeah. And and then the next week it was Mosajavi and Kim. Oh, so they were the week after. They were the week okay. after, and we were Dude, like, they killed it. And yeah. then we wrote a. Bu- we, everybody was helping both sides. Everybody okay, was that's like, what yeah. it was. Okay, yeah, because it was amazing. Yeah, what yeah, they yeah. did. I remember. And I everybody was like, let's keep this gonna, going. I'm not gonna take anyone's shot, but I wrote one for one of them that crushed. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, and, and, and they wrote their own jokes too. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah, who yeah. wrote what, whatever. And but, that kind of started like the community effort of it because exactly. then it was like there was like factions or teams of people like writing for people who were just like doing it. Just yeah. to, like do it. And just, just talk so shit about fun. people. And it's just so much better when yeah. both people try. When one yeah. person goes up and just yeah. is just getting their ass kicked and right. not trying, it's just like, all right. Yeah, and then and then it got to a point where like like some bigger comics would get would would want to hop in, but they wouldn't prepare, and these they get destroyed. Well, because the bigger comics up. would want to hop in, but they wouldn't want to just compete against nobody, so they'd compete against Sarah Tiana. Right. It was always people always were like because Sarah Tiana was in, but she was already big enough that yeah, they yeah. feel like oh, it's okay to go up, and, and then she would murder slice them. the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, dude, you gotta fucking take. I remember who was the black guy that was. At, w- at what the funny mm-hmm. was that maybe it was Teddy Ray who didn't prepare at all. I remember Teddy Ray not preparing. Teddy Ray yeah. did not prepare against Luke Schwartz. Yeah, and, we yeah. and it was yeah. like, you just gotta prepare. And he yeah, because like, he was like, no, so I do this funny. all the time. Yeah. I do this all the time in the parking lot. I and Teddy Ray like, like, wasn't bad thing. either. Like, no, he had a couple that he came yeah. up with on the top of his head. Yeah, but, but Luke was week. prepared. Yeah. Like just, I mean, it was, yeah, it was like he was Roy Jonesing him just like, just punching him in the face. Yeah. When uh, like when Frank won season two, we were talking about it with Frank, and it was like, like no one expected it except for people who actually were like part of it. Cause like Frank did sound at every single one yeah. since the very beginning. Frank he was, had yeah. the most experience in that. So Frank gets hired at the comedy store. He just that's how he gets in. That's how that's how you get in places. You just kind of gotta yeah. gotta be willing to do it for free for a little bit. And then yeah. they'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah, the guy's worth it. I think you should just add value to any situation you're yeah. in. Yeah, he ran not. sound yeah. for anybody. Jay Light did the same it. thing. It was like Jay Light was just down for the cause. Yeah. And he's working at Flappers, I guess. Yeah. So then you got to make yourself useful. Story. And people. Look, and now a roast great example of that. International sensation. There's <laughs> like a thousand roast battles. Yeah. Every yeah. city has one. I mean. I do Tokyo. remember. I do kind of remember the last, the last vestige of like Tommy's hires, like the Jer Eleven days. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that was like it was like Carlos all right, man. Jesus. Yeah, those days are definitely over now, which is great. Yeah. 
Because, like, you hire guys like Brian Simpson or Alec Makovsky or, you know, Hormuz Rashidi. Or Ron Taylor. The Ron Taylors, right? Yeah. This, this, you know, Steve Furies. Jess Wellington, Carmen Morales. I mean, like, these are, like, really good comics on top of, like, they're going to be great door guys and better people because you learn so many people's skills working at that fucking place. Right. You have to. Because you don't know who you're talking to. And they always talk to you like you're a nobody. So you have to right. really deal with that every day. You just yeah. feel like you just feel like you're uh, you're a second class citizen all the time. It'll help. It'll help you with your. But it make you out. humble though, right? Dude, I'm yeah. back. I'm back on the door, bro. I know you're door. back, baby. Welcome back. Two terms. Yeah. Two terms. Robert. I think it's probably like my third. It's <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> so universe telling you. Hey, Abby Robert. Jews aren't paid yet. <laughs> You're not humble I enough actually, yet. I'm, actually, I'm literally back because like, I feel like I could afford to not work there for a few more months, but I literally have to pay these SAG dues. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, <sure>. <laughs> modern <laughs> Family. Getting cast on Modern Family is what made Abby have to work at the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, you got hired on Modern Family. It's going to be a cost of this much money. Right. Damn, but it's going to pay. Ab. No, plus, it's what, what a better place to work. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, right it's now, anyway. Fun. I mean, right now, it's like, this is, it is a cash cow right now. Every How room's always, are. like, sold out, you know. There's 400 rooms in the main room. There's 175 in the OR if you do it right, you know. You want to know how to become rich as a comedian? Become a Run promoter. the Airbnb business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> promote a main room. Get a main room show. Yeah, get a main Solid room show. And then just, figure. yeah, put some names on there. And then, yeah, charge 25 bucks for it. You'll make a fortune. Even if, yeah. you, even if you give half of everything you make to all the comics, you'll still leave with so much money. You're killing. Yeah. Dude, if you have a weekly main room show, you are rich as fuck. Yeah. Maybe that's your next move, guys, making a door guy show. Well, yeah, for sure, eventually. But, I mean, Fury, other pe- other door guys have been trying to get a main room. <laughs> you know? It's like... It's not hard. They're they're not just... Emily's not just giving them to, <laughs> to the door guys. Right. There's paid regulars who are waiting to get, do- to get really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah. They must be shitty. I, mean, I, think, I think just fucking switch the... the the ones that aren't paid regular main room shows, switch them to paid regular main room shows. Tripoli will, can take over any day. Adam Ray can take over days and shit. And I just think right. fucking, me, you know. Yeah. Me and Ahmed Weinberg started a belly room show. And even getting dates for that is like we can only get like yeah, that yeah. Sunday late normally for the open mic slot every month. Yeah. No, but not every month. Yeah. It's that crazy. open mic does good, too. They should just keep Sunday late night the open mic. Yeah, it always that's that's a it kills gold mine. Right. Yeah, I don't know why it's not a thing. They, but but they the want to make money though. No, no, but if you just if they keep the open mic, their show wouldn't be there. Sure, but but if you just look at the numbers, I bet the front bar numbers on nights when it's an open mic yeah. are such up. a huge they spike, up, guys. That, that it makes up secret. for whatever yeah, you right. lose from look the at waitresses. Mondays. It's kill Tony and the potluck. It's just yeah. so many people there. People just like hearing about new things, like oh, this is new. I get to discover it. Yeah. People only go to comedy stores once in their life. That's like I've learned. That's a treat for those people. They just like hearing open mic or new comic. It's just like a buzzword for them. Yeah. You know? Right. So like on a Sunday night, when you know it's just like some foreigners in town, you got to do a comedy store. Yeah. Yeah. That's More open open. mics, comedy store, dude. What about? Do you guys remember when there used to be the patio mic during the day? Oh, yeah. I hated yeah. that thing. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Josh I know you used to love it. it. I, there's a certain kind of person that loves that. That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't into it. I loved yeah. it. it was like I, three o'clock in the afternoon. It. It's, it's once Yelling once at the fucking buses going by. Right. I hated you guys doing that. <laughs> I was so happy they got, like, the, the yeah. city was like, stop doing this to people. Did right. the city say stop? Once, yeah, yes. it was the city I think it's the city. Yeah. Down. Once, once too many homeless people 
get thing, to a yeah. mic. I just don't like it anymore. Plus, you were like working the bar then, weren't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have it on my days. Me, oh, and, okay. me and Josh started the happy hour thing. So on Josh's days, he'd have the yeah, open Josh mic. Josh started. My Josh days, yeah, Josh had the open Josh mic. On my yeah. days, yeah. I didn't have it. I'm like, I don't want to. I just don't want to sit around with homeless people all day. No, dude, you're, you're you're inviting that shit. Yeah. You're giving them a fucking platform. I mean, I would just show up, do my spot, and then leave. Yeah. So like this isn't New York in that sense of like you don't need to like do a middle of the day mic, you know, for homeless people. Like that's fun if you like you're looking to. That's just not what I mean, this it is. was more comics than homeless people. It was just it was just comics talking don't to say comics. That. Listen, you don't know who's. First <laughs> yeah, 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 comics are also homeless. Yeah, people. They, yeah, they are, he's saying homeless people. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking like. Then I'm included in lifer. that group of homeless yeah, exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. I was homeless. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking like you know you know what I'm Dirty talking Dirty people. About. I'm still saying yeah. Do you want like fifty hormones there? Right. What was the name of that dude? My backers. My exactly. backers. Come oh, on. Yeah, Remember yeah. that dude who was like fucking Jan Sports? I've got my I've got my backpack slash. Mugzilla yeah. shows hey, up. Hey, dude, can you yeah, drive me over here? Mugzilla yeah. with his mask. Mugzilla, yeah. Okay. Rest in peace. Jim, yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know if he died. Kenny Lyon. Yeah. Anyway. Did they so, book uh, the show for Comedy Central again? For you guys? Or like Ooh, the show you catch us? Look at you, Chinese. That's just Chinese. being Chinese and caring. Chinese. I didn't want to put you on the spot. That's no, it's fine. No, they, well, you were the guy. Just talk. Well, Rose Bell's right? touring right now. Yeah, we're on a tour right now. We're going to Nashville uh, this Thursday, the, what, the 11th? We'll be in Huntsville, Alabama the 12th, Houston the 13th for two shows, and then we'll be in uh, Denver for Frank's uh, bachelor par- bachelorette Frank party. Frank Castillo, Rose Battle <laughs> champion, bachelor party in Denver. Uh, we'll be at the if Moon any Tower girls want to suck his dick, yeah. uh, do it before he gets married. <laughs> yeah, dog. Or don't, because Hannah's cool. Yeah. No, they haven't picked the show <laughs> up yet, but they should. It's fucking dicks. They will. I think yeah. they should, too. Thank you. Thank I know you. some Chinese fucks up there in Hollywood. Make a couple phone calls. Yeah. No problem. Phone calls. <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Chow. Thank oh, yeah. you. Love it. Dope. Good episode, guys. Thanks, Brian. Thanks Thank you, Brian. We love you, bro. All right. Follow Brian Moses and... Uh, I don't know. What do, what do they follow you? At? Follow Are Brian Moses Compton? in real life. Fox Comps on my Instagram at Race Banning on Twitter. But just follow Rose Battle and listen to the podcast. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Battle. Bat. <laughs> Peace.